For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Shane, how are you? Oh, I've been great. I'm a little sad though that I don't get to see your face. We are audio only here, um, but sometimes I like that, you know, switch it up. Yeah, um, keep you us know, on our and, toes. And, yeah, keeps us on our toes, and I know we've got lots to talk about this week, I, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Big week in music once again. Yeah, I mean, I got probably 10, 11 releases for us to talk about. Should be a good time. Yeah, I um, we had a, only a top five last week with uh, some pretty weird stuff, a lot of metal, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but our number one album from The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die, say that five times fast, we'll be here, we'll wait, um, <laughs> this record was a lot to take in, it was, I really enjoyed it, I have to listen to it again, mm-hmm. it's the kind of record that so much happens, yeah. <laughs> three quarters of the way through I was like, I don't remember what, like, I don't remember the beginning of the record. There's and a lot of depth to track, it. Wow. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot taken. Yeah. I really enjoyed the last track. It was uh, definitely that description that we kind of pulled up last week where they mm-hmm. said it was the culmination of everything the band has ever done. It That really definitely came through on the track. I think that this record was really, really good. 
Uh, I've listened to it probably two, three times now. Oh, wow. I've really enjoyed it. Like, the depth of the production is just absolutely phenomenal. It, it's a solid record. I really like the production, too, that they didn't just bury everything in mm-hmm. layers of of reverb and echo and space and try yeah. to make it sound cool like a cool indie rock record. Like, the record is pretty in your face. Yeah, it's um, loud, which it's I good. really like. It's it it kind of gets it kind of hits you where it needs to hit you. It isn't. It's not hiding from anything. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent how I feel about it as well. I think that overall, it's exactly what I wanted from them. It's not kind of a safe step in the indie kind of emo space. It's really aggressive and kind of. Almost reminds me of some of that early emo of like the 2000s as well, or even earlier. Like, I was almost getting some Jawbreaker vibes from some portions of this record. Mm. Like, mm. I absolutely loved it. It was good. Definitely. The band I, I kind of heard a lot on this record was uh, was Sparta, um, yeah, a, a band that I really enjoyed. I, I heard some of that and maybe in the production elements uh, as well. I'm, I mean, one of the um, famous Sparta records, Wiretap Scars, produced by the late Jerry Finn. Um, and I, I felt like that was channeled a little bit in the production on this record, but no, I, I, I'm really glad it was number one. I'm glad we're putting some attention on this. And if, if anybody's looking for a a long ride, uh, Mm -hmm. of a, of a indie rock, but good indie rock, uh, record, this is, this is it right here. Oh, I agree. But, uh, even with all these nice things that we've said about the record, I still think I messed up. Oh, really? I think this Trivium record should have been number one. Uh, this record's insanely good. I'm in love with Trivium again for the first time in 13 years. Um, I think I've listened to this record probably 10 times now. It is just addicting. I love every element that they put into it. The influence of power metal, and I guess going back to their roots as well, this record is just insane. Did you get a chance to check that out? Yeah, I did, I did listen to it. I, I also I have to agree that with pretty much everything you said um i think the record is just really catchy all the way through like every part is cool is there's never like a part where you're like oh they're repeating this again or Mm -hmm. like it's never boring top tier riffs too like not even vocally it's just catchy everything even the drum fills are just addicting Totally. And, and I haven't been following, you know, the band all that much over the last couple albums. And I know that like their Twitch community is a big part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I do wonder how much of it, it's like, okay, we're in front of our fans putting this together, writing this thing on Twitch. Like, yeah, how much of that's like, okay, they cut the fat and they're mm-hmm. just giving, giving the fans kind of what they want. Cause that's what the record sounds like. Yeah, it really does. It is crisp. It is lean in all the right ways that you want. Nothing nothing feels superficial on this record either. It's just right. very in-your-face, deliberate, and overall a great release. Absolutely, man. And there's one other thing I kind of want to talk about from last week. Okay. Um, I, I didn't bring it up on the show. Uh, I don't know why. I might have not remembered on Wednesday or whatever. Um, but probably my most anticipated hip hop record of the year came out last week as well. Oh, really? What record? Yeah. So it's the new record word from Minneapolis duo atmosphere. 
Um, oh, these yeah. guys are really good. They've got some serious flow. The beats are amazing. They really remind me of bands or like groups like Run the Jewels and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've saw or seen Atmosphere a couple times now at Riot Fest, and they just blow it away. And this record was really, really good as well. So, oh yeah, if you're looking for yeah. a hip hop release, make sure you check that out. And they've been doing it a long time. So, um, oh yeah, since great, the nineties. Great to, yeah, great to see it. That's that's a that's an awesome one. Um, the only thing I really want to bring up again is uh, I love that new single from Driveways. Oh, it's so good. Uh, someone needs to sign this band. Agreed. You heard it here uh, first. I don't know the the band's. I, I don't know why are they not? Why is their phone not ringing off the hook mm-hmm. to uh, sign a deal? Um, love love the new single skeptic from driveways and just oh, great yeah. band. it's an absolute banger and i'm trying to think what else that man yeah, that might be all i really need to touch on we got a lot to get to this yeah. week yeah we do have a lot to get to this week um i'm just gonna pull up my little list real quick and make yes, sure there's no do. other singles or anything like that that we kind of missed that we need to talk about um yeah i think that we're in a pretty good place um nice yeah, bit of a bit of a smaller week than we've had. I mean, we've had some crazy weeks. So yeah, it was a nice uh, reprieve. Gave me a little bit of time to go back and listen to some other records from earlier. A little bit more too. There you go. All right. Well, uh, let's get into this week and a top. How many we got, Mike? We got eleven. Eleven. Oh my god. Okay, top eleven. We'll get through them quick. Yep. Uh, I'm sure. Let's start with number eleven. So, number 11, probably one of, if not the greatest pop groups to ever make music, uh, are putting out a new record. This record is called Music of the Spheres. It's by Coldplay. I love Coldplay. I know they get a bit of hate, but man, is their writing just not incredible? Mm, uh, Yeah, it's not incredible. Um, Really? (laughs) I I don't know about this one. I I love Coldplay, dude. I, I saw the singles. One of them, first of all, one of the the higher power songs trash. Um, then the other song, <laughs> ten minutes long. Get out of here. Ten <laughs> ten minute Coldplay song. That's about the last thing I'd ever want to listen to. Oh, I'm here for it. Then the kicker is they have a song with BTS. Like just no, no, it's no, great. no, no, no. Let's just pretend this is a top ten. Everybody, okay. Um, all right, Mike whatever. did not pick this as number 11, or did I he? Did. I did. <laughs> isn't this the band that steals all their songs, too? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Satriani called. He wants his riff back. Anyway, hey. um, Coldplay at number 11. Yes, of course, they're uh, one of the biggest bands ever. They wrote the song Yellow, one of the most insufferable songs of all time. <laughs> My God. I love Ugh, Coldplay. I'm not... Get Cannot get behind you on this one, but there it is. Check out the new Coldplay record if you uh, if you want to. All right, you ready for number ten? Let's get let's get into the real stuff. I am ready. F- I'm ready for number ten. All right, so number ten. Uh, I would be remiss if I did not talk about this because this man has released one of the greatest songs of not only our generation but probably all time. Uh, we've got the new album. Splendiferous by Carlos Santana, the goat. Yes, Carlos Santana is back. Um, I'd like to point out mm-hmm. this is the seventh decade he has released music in. Well, absolutely buck wild how long Seven this dude has been at it. Decades he He's has been still releasing got music. It too. 
this release, um, it's a little weird. Like, mm-hmm. I want to talk about She's Fire featuring g Easy and Diane <laughs> Warren, which is basically a hip-hop song yep. with Santana, like, doing his thing, um, noodling think, in the background. That's I what think the song it's wild, is. though. Like oh, it's it, wild, all right. All these singles have been so different. Then you got like Move with uh, Rob Thomas on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's what you expect from Santana. Then you've got White Shade of Pale. I forget who's on that one, but Steve it's a little Winwood. bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. That's like almost more classic rock, kind of. Mm-hmm. It, it's weird. Um, it's weird, man. And I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to put this on for shits. I don't think it's going to make a top 10 of the year. Oh, no. But it's a weird record already. Yeah, it needs to be talked about because, I mean, Santana's just great. He's so talented as a dude. He Yes, he he's, uh, he's definitely commands respect, which I will give him. However, this song with g is... <laughs> it's something. <laughs> you, gotta, you guys have to hear this song. Um, <laughs> listen to this song. It's... It's unbelievable. What's it called again? Ah, um, uh, she's fire. She's fire. That's that's the one. It's it's that's Santana apparently. Anyway, <laughs> that's number ten. Uh, we're moving on. All right. Yeah, How about number, number nine? nine? We got a similar record. Uh, the Atlas Underground Fire by Tom Morello. Another right. guitar legend gone solo artist. I'm really really excited for this record. Um, mainly because the Bring Me the Horizon song that he's got going, Let's Get the Party Started, is an absolute bop. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of artists um, here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, for people that don't know, or been living on or under a rock for 30 years, uh, Tom Morello is the guitar player for Rage Against the Machine. Yep. Um, just an absolute monster guitar player and innovator. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, when you think of Tom Morello... And you think of Rage Against the Machine, you think, you know, politics and message yep. and, you know, and that kind of thing. I didn't expect... This record really leaves that. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I didn't expect there to be a Highway to Hell ACDC cover featuring yeah. Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. That yeah. is... I <laughs> mean, wild. whoever had that on their fucking bingo card, dude, that is not a 2021 bingo card slot that I would have thought was there. No. It's a fine cover. I think the real fun with these singles is driving to Texas and let's get the party started, though. I think those mm-hmm. original songs really let Tom show off, A, what he can do as a guitarist and a songwriter. If you're going into these and you're expecting mind break or mind bending, like this is the best music that's ever written, you're not going to find it. It's just fun rock and roll jams. And yeah. That's exactly what I think that's this entire release is going to be. It's just going to be a good time. Yeah, for sure. Which And don't get me wrong. I mean, he's allowed to do that. I mean, he's been oh, yeah. fighting the power for 30 years. Like, give the, the guy can take a little bit of a break and do some fun stuff with his uh, with his friends and, you know, old, old and new. Um, it's a surprising release um, mm-hmm. for what it is, but I'm definitely going to check it out. But, man, the ACDC cover is so fucking random. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I don't got anything else. That's No, that's that's all we need to say about that one. Uh, Tom Morello at number eight? No, number nine. Number number nine, sorry. No, yes, number nine. Uh, yep. Now we're moving on to number eight. We have... So, uh, self-proclaimed y'alternative artist, 
uh, with her new record, Thrive. We've got Cassidy Pope, uh, previous vocalist of Hey Monday. Um, yes. Should be a very familiar name for everybody. I think that this is a really, really good take on country slash acoustic alternative music. She's still got it. If there can be a good take on mm-hmm. this, um, did you say alternative? Yeah, that, she's got merch that says alternative and stuff like that. That is the cringiest thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, y'all, oh man, that's that's something else. No, I mean, she's certainly talented. I mean, um, yeah, Hey Monday. Um, I feel like Iconic it kind of, yeah, I feel like it kind of like, if they were a little bit maybe um, ahead of the curve, like if they mm-hmm. kept going, I think they maybe would have made a bigger splash. Um, and then obviously people know she went on The Voice and became yep. a solo country artist. Um, but yeah, the singles have, you know, yeah, they have some like electric, you know, dirty guitars in them. And I think that it's 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 good for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, it's not my bag. Uh, I won't be wearing any alternative shirts, but um, yeah, Cassie yeah, Pope, I, obviously she's she's got a lot of talent. Yeah, as somebody who grew up kind of... Uh, I'm not going to say out in the sticks, but in a more rural area. Um, I do still have roots in country and things like that, growing up with a lot of country music. And I really Mm -hmm. like this. She's got a good voice. And I guess I relate to her lyricism a bit more than I do your traditional country artist. Because you can still see those tinges of alternative music and her own roots within this as well. And I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, for sure. So l- less less beer and pickup trucks, more uh, more crying. Oh yeah, definitely more crying. Got it. I got it. Okay, sweet. Okay, Cassie Pope at number. Now I'm losing track. That was number eight. Now number eight. Mm, we're moving Here's on. Number seven. Number seven. So number seven, we've got the new album "Life in a Simulation" by Small Pools. This is a record I've been waiting for for a while. They've put out a lot of singles and kind of a slow roll, and I'm interested to see how that's gonna make the record work i don't know if it was delays because of the pandemic or anything along those lines but these guys know how to write catchy poppy banger tracks like there's seven singles on this and i can't name a bad one right um yeah and you know what's funny i i know this band is fairly popular i'm not really very familiar with them Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you can chalk it up to me not being a huge like indie rock guy. Yeah. Um, but I really have enjoyed the singles that that they've put out. Um, all of them, pretty much, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I think that just so far, like I think this is the best thing you've um you've put on your list of all these records. I think this well, is probably so going to be the best we one so with, far. We start with the weird stuff, and then we go a little bit better and better and better, right? Well, when you start with Coldplay, it's only up from there. I mean, maybe in your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but but this, um, no, this is really cool. And yeah, for anybody that, that's interested in, again, indie rock with a little more substance, mm-hmm. uh, a little more heart, a little more, maybe less um, vague more lyricism. Oh yeah, it has that too. I think it's really good. I, I think yeah. it's a really cool, uh, really cool band. Hell yeah. I, they're kind of almost like Walk the Moon a little bit where they're like that alternative indie, like right in the middle, but you know, you're going to like get up and dance and have a good time. I'm here for it. Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm also here for it. Small Pools. Uh, American band, right? I think they're American. Yeah. Yeah. They're from Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, I'm ready for number six. All right. Number six. Let's get punk. Uh, we're going to England. New album, Sticky. Frank Card and the Rattlesnakes. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Uh, Frank Carter 
I love all these tracks. Oh man, uh, Frank Carter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got to start with the band Gallows, mm-hmm. which if you're looking for intense UK punk, hardcore yeah. punk, um, the Gallows records are so good, underappreciated in my opinion. And you know, Frank Carter stepped away. He went solo. Mm-hmm got pretty popular. This stuff's different. It's kind of like a little more old school. Yeah, I would definitely um, it say kinda so. It's sounds, a bit, it almost less sounds like it, punk. Definitely. It almost sounds like it could have come out in the 80s. It's got there's some kind of like um uh, electric like program drums at times mm-hmm. and some different sorts of stuff. Definitely creative and I really oh, like yeah. it and I think that he's one of the greatest, he's one of the best performers, personas in punk. Oh, he's amazing. That's how I found him as I saw him live. Yeah, oh yeah. He's un- he's unbelievable. So, um I loved what Gallows did and I love what he's doing with the with his band the Rattlesnakes. Mm-hmm. And like he doesn't keep himself too like stuck in a serious like path either. Like these songs are just fun. They're a little bit goofy. Like there's a song called Go Get a Tattoo <laughs> and like these singles are just a good time. Like I showed him to one of my friends who he's typically like a death metal kind of guy like listens to that kind of stuff (laughs) and we just had it on the background he's like man this is really fun and i'm like i know right but no totally and and i think i think with what you said about his live show Mm -hmm. i think it totally plays in like i think these songs live are going to be it's going to be a good time you know and um yeah i I haven't actually had a chance to i've seen him at a festival one time and the only place i've seen him too yeah, yeah, I'd love to go to like see him do a headline show and just see mm-hmm. what what happens. That'd be getting a bit that'd smaller be cool. room. That'd be yeah, nuts. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Frank Carter at number six. I uh, love it. All right, number five. Speaking of nuts and bands that I have no idea how to talk about, uh, new album Vengeance by Twelve Foot Ninja coming out of Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, this band is Buckwild, and I love them so much with all of my heart. Yep, yeah. um, I'm with you, man. Like. I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they they seeming they seem seem to pull off like at least at least ten genres sometimes in the same song. Yeah, it's all over the place, but in a good way. Obviously, you can hear the the talent. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody in the band is really really good at what they do. Yeah, the songs normally you expect like transitions between songs, and they have these wonderful transitions within the songs themselves even uh like i know long way home there's these death metal segments that go into these kind of acapella segments that go into like a rock and roll chorus and like start the fire is just like an absolute banger and over and out is kind of this Mm -hmm. like slow chugging song i these guys are super talented and they're really starting to take off. I'm so happy for him because it's been kind of a long haul for them. I think this is going to be their third or fourth record. I can't remember off the top of my head, but all the way through their back catalog, they're just super, super talented and it's great music. Yeah. And it's, and, and you're right. Like it's tough for a band like that to, sometimes find an audience because Mm -hmm. nobody knows how to talk about them or what to call them or like what tours does this band do? Like Mm -hmm. they're never going to fit perfectly into any tour they ever do. So they have to kind of find their own sort of niche, um, 
I shouldn't say niche. They they kind of need to find their own fan base, and it's they could fit on like a Coheed tour or something like that. I would right. say is probably yeah. like the best bet. Exactly, and it's still n- never going to be a perfect fit. So yeah, um, but no, but definitely a super talented band. I'm glad you're shedding some light on them. Um, uh, Twelve Foot Ninja. Oh yeah. Now we're going to get into number four. I think number uh, number four already. Wow, it's going fast now. Okay, cool. We're we're moving, dude. Uh, so number four, probably one of my favorite bands with extremely long song titles. It's the new album Ever Blossom by This Wildlife. Oh, I love this band. They are so talented at making the absolute happiest sounding music that is just emotionally heart wrenching when you listen to the lyrics. It's well, crazy. Yeah, I mean. I mean, Kevin, Kevin, their singer, he has such a soft, mm-hmm. soothing voice, uh, yeah. right? And um, it's funny because both him and the guitar player, they're both drummers and they're mm-hmm. both like huge metal metal heads. Yeah. <laughs> and here they are playing some of the softest, most beautiful acoustic music ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It really is quite quite an interesting uh, band when you kind of, you know, p- like pull behind the curtain and kind of look at, look at who they are. Yep. It's really, really interesting, but no, I love pretty much everything they've put out. Um, I think it was their record, like two, two records ago. I, I like, maybe I wore, I wore that record out. I, I must yep. have listened to that record like 300 times. Oh yeah. I, their sound is just so unique and it's got such a mood to it. And I'm going to be honest, I, I'm not a huge this wildlife fan like i'm not putting on an album like once a week and things like that but when i get it in what mood for this wildlife they just perfectly scratch that itch of just like super sad but kind of upbeat acoustic all of these songs that they put out for this record are just great too like i think my favorite is uh if it's cool with you i'm cool with being through because mm-hmm. The lyricism on that's great. The whistle is just constantly stuck in my head. And the music video is hilarious. Like, it's just uh, the guitar player uh, riding on roller skates through Death Valley. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's super yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I, I love the I love the personality that they insert into mm-hmm. into the music um, a lot. And and the record, the record of Low Tides, that's the record. I, I couldn't even remember yeah. the title. I listened to the record like, I don't even know how many times it's uh mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite records maybe ever. So I'm very excited for a new, uh, new record from this wildlife. Yeah. I, and cool fact too, like what I love for their, this record and their last album, Pentaluma, they actually are making art pieces for the photography for these records. So like Pentaluma, that's an actual stained glass piece that they got commissioned. And oh, the wow. uh, album artwork for Ever Blossom is an actual, like what's the word for it like tile mosaic piece that they had yeah. made and it's just super cool how they actually like put that artwork into it and stuff like that and it's just such a vibe all the way through love it this wildlife number four yep. all right all right we got we're getting into the top three uh i'm getting excited number three so number three this got announced today uh, I gave you some homework. You said you'd listen to it. Mm-hmm. We've got a new surprise EP called A Tear in the Fabric of Life by Knocked Loose. Oh, wow. This is number one. Um, this EP 
I'm going to say it, man. I've, obviously, I've only listened to it once. It just came out mm-hmm. today. This could be the EP of the year. I 100% think so as well. Um, this is next level for Knocked Loose. It is, the band has really stepped it up, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Knocked Loose, it's been such an interesting ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a, a big fan, big fan of, of them. Um, I, I, Brian is one of my favorite people. And it's so interesting that they kind of yeah. came out, they were this just very aggressive, like hardcore metalcore, you know, whatever you want to call them band. Mm-hmm. And they exploded. Like they got so big, like they almost got too big to the point where yeah. it's like they weren't, they weren't supposed to be playing this music in like huge venues. And you know are. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they are. And now it's like, they're not supposed to be opening for a day to remember and stuff like that in arenas. Yeah. Or playing their own, sh- own huge headline shows. Like mm-hmm. it, it just seemed like, okay, the band needs to make an adjustment now. Like what's the next step? And here it is. Yeah. Here it is. This is this is big stage hardcore. Um yep. the writing is, is incredible. Like man, people are going to people are going to go to the fucking hospital. I'm telling you right oh, now. Yeah. Like get the paramedics lined up beside the pit. This thing is unbelievable. The first song, the end of it, I mm-hmm. thought I heard the breakdown and then the breakdown came. Yeah, they oh love to do God. that like kind of single guitar riff that you're like oh man this is a breakdown and then like all of the instrumentation comes back in and it just hits and it's so heavy man and like i'm listening to this and i almost feel like they kind of took what they heard a little bit from that latest code orange record which in my honest opinion is like arena hardcore and really kind of applied that and really solidified their writing and um i don't know how much you looked into this because i did just send you the link to the youtube video uh, the entire thing has an animated music video. It is a concept EP. Yeah. Uh, basically, the concept behind the visuals and the lyricism correspond to the story of a man who gets into an accident on kind of like a cold, dark night, very sad stuff, and his loved one uh, passes away in the accident. And it's all about uh, the first song is the accident itself, and then each song afterwards is him further descending into... Uh, depression and avoidance and what's the word I'm looking for when you like don't believe something actually happened to you right and right denial denial that's the word and so I was listening to the record for the first time and I I was just in love with the musicianship as a whole but then I went in a second time and a third time knowing that story looking at the lyrics looking at the visuals more and this thing is just an absolutely crazy art piece right that I think really solidifies this band as one of the best in our scene I I was a bit skeptical because don't get me wrong I love Knock Blues and everything like that but it almost seemed like a flash in the pan with um, a genre taking off really um, a bunch of metalcore kids finding knock, or finding hardcore things like that, but this this band is here to stay. I am really yeah. happy about it. This is incredible. I have never pre-ordered a record. I have pre-ordered records faster in my life, but uh, <laughs> I pre-ordered this one instantly. I'm absolutely in love with it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with everything you said. I think that that this was what this is what you know fans of Knock Loose and I include myself. This is what we've been waiting for. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think like Laugh Tracks was a great debut record, and and yep. uh, you know, and how they followed it up has been really, really good. But this is the music I picture them playing on in the venues that they play now, mm-hmm. and the fact that it comes with such a heavy uh, concept. And also, you, you, like you know, the the artistic value with the video, and which I haven't had a chance to to watch yet, which yeah. I will. Um, that is just so cool too that they're that they're taking it to the next level uh, in in multiple ways. So, uh, congrats to them, and and yeah, this um this was just a surprise release, right? They just dropped this. Yeah, just dropped it. Wow. Um. Wow. Just one last thing I kind of want to mention that I really really enjoyed too. Uh, kind of typical of Knocked Loose, they really have, in the past, used a lot of crowd-hyping elements within the actual music itself. So it's not really a surprise when uh, Brian goes, hey, 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 and like gets the crowd involved. This EP has none of that, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy because it's a different take and was kind of almost becoming used a little bit too often by the band i really i think the cp stands on its own too and you don't need that like no I, exactly I literally i want to go to a knock loose show they open with that first track and they play all six of these tracks and then they talk to the crowd like <laughs> the, the that's band, the energy i need no i agree the band i think that that's just maturity right i, I mean mm-hmm. the the band there's always like a bit of um uh, well, I, I I don't have the word, but like you know, you're a new band. Showmanship. You're you're not. Well, yeah, you're like a little. You're a little bit scared. You're like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. we have to be a little bit obvious. Like, okay, this is the part where you do this. Like, maybe they won't get it. Now they know. Yeah. I mean, they know people mm-hmm. are going to be with them, and like these. This is the best. These are the best songs they've ever written, and people mm-hmm. are just going to come out in droves and and absolutely beat beat each other to death. Unfortunately, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna be wild you say these are the best songs they've ever written i 100 percent agree with you and i don't think it's even close i think no it's i don't this material is so far away from the previous two albums and ep that it's just insane this band really leveled up going into a cabin in the woods and rating this yep Nope. And, uh, yep. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what's next, but yeah, this is very, very exciting. Uh, and that's only number three. All right. We got two more records to talk about. Uh, what's number two, Mike? So number two is a band that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, this is their first album in eight years, which Mm. is very, very exciting for me. They've been pretty near radio silent since then. Uh, but it's a band from, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm probably horribly wrong. Uh, Sweden. Uh, they're called Viljarta, and their new album is Mashteden und Vatten. This band mm. is disgustingly heavy and technical in all of the right ways, and it makes me very happy. Yeah. Did you get a chance to check out these singles? Yes, I have. I've checked them out. Uh, I've never heard of the band before. I thought it was really interesting that um, that the songs were in Swedish. I guess that's Swedish. Um, mm-hmm. and even that, you know, their bio is written in, in Swedish and stuff. I mean, a lot of times, you know, because in Sweden they speak such good English, yeah. most of the music is, is English. So mm-hmm. for them to use their native language is interesting. You don't get that that often. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, man, it is, it is like really heavy, not in like a 
trying to be super heavy all the time it, way though it just, it just naturally sort of, feels yeah. cacophonous almost it's exactly yeah it's and, very um, almost I was gonna say like buried alive but not like the band like literally being buried alive that's kind of what it feels like by noise <laughs> right yeah yeah it's it is so it good. is there's there's a lot of layers to it and and like kind of a lot going on um but I do like the way they where they kind of pick the spots too mm-hmm. um to to kind of put it together no this this is a an interesting pick so yeah if it's above knocked loose when they wrote the best EP of the year um you better check it out. Yeah, I'm unbelievably hyped for this. Uh, my only real worry is that it is 16 songs and 82 minutes of this. <laughs> but I also yeah, haven't gotten be. material from them in eight years, so I'm very excited in general. Um, but yeah, I just love this band. I think it's kind of a niche pick, but for people who really enjoy stuff like this, it's really enjoyable. I I want to say, like, if you're a fan of some of the newer Reflection stuff, um, the vocalist of Viljarta uh, was on that. He's also the vocalist of the, um, what's the band? Uh, Humanity's Last Breath. Okay. Um, Deathcore band, if you're familiar with them. Uh, if you like progressive metalcore, like there's some elements of that, like all the way even to like gent, like periphery and things like that. Like mm-hmm. this band has a entire subgenre of metal named after them called Thal for a th- uh, sound that they in- or invented on the guitar. Like. It's crazy. This band has a cult following. They're very, cool. very talented. Okay. Viljarta from Sweden at number two, mm-hmm. which leaves the number one most anticipated release of the week, which we will get to right after this. And we're back. We are. Are you ready for the number one? <sighs> Just let me take a breath. Okay. 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 I am very ready we've gotten through 10 other 10 other releases um in, including fucking cold play on this list <laughs> so i'm very ready to get to the number one record mike give it to me all right number one record of the week surprise it's cold play again just kidding <laughs> <laughs> just kidding it it's is the reissue of la vida loca or whatever la vida? i would love that whatever Oh my God. Uh, no, Whatever. it is the album that everybody expects to be in this number one spot this week coming out of Salem, Massachusetts. I don't know if that's where they're really from. It's where they say they're from. It might just be a vibe. Uh, I Silver think Sp- they're from, they're definitely from Massachusetts. I don't know if Salem is the actual exactly city, my but thoughts. it definitely works in the, uh, in the vibe of the, of what they do. So go ahead and say the band name. It's the Silver Scream 2 Welcome to Horrorwood by Ice Nine Kills. Yeah, uh, no surprise. I know yeah. uh, you're a huge fan of this band. Um, I I am a huge fan of this band in that they work so hard to put mm-hmm. together some of the most insane uh, visuals and audio, <laughs> for that matter, for their fans. I mean, if yep. if, if, if if this. Their fans must be so excited for this. Like this must be. Oh, I'm ecstatic! Wow, because they've managed to follow up their last record, which is their their best record and their most successful, mm-hmm. with the same theme and the videos and all the content they're putting together for this has videos been absolutely insane. Yeah, they're amazing. I I think 
Fearless knew this was going to work on the first record, and they're like, okay, we're going to let you do some like B-movie budget music videos and stuff like that. And after the insane success of Sigil vs. Scream 1, yeah. they said, okay, we're just going to throw money at this however much you need and do whatever production you want. And Spencer just laughed maniacally and <laughs> made some of the most artistically pleasing videos possible to go along with these four tracks. Um, I do have to say, I don't think that these singles are as on par with the singles from Silver Scream 1. Um, but I think that's also due to some of the source material. Like Silver Scream 1, we got The Crow as a single, Friday the 13th as a single, Halloween as a single. Um, and obviously some of these mo movies that we got for this are just a little bit not as, I'm not going to say not as good, but a little bit harder to write for. I think overall this record's going to be amazing though. Funeral Derangements is just super heavy. Well, yeah, and that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I think first of all, we can't really we can't we can't judge anything yet. Um, yeah, you know, we've only heard four of the songs, so until we hear the whole record, you know, we won't know. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually maybe disagree. I, I think that these singles are way more fan serving. I think like they're heavier. I'm actually surprised how much metal. Um, extreme metal influences on these songs because I just assumed that okay you, you had a bunch of radio success on the last record and I heard mm -hmm. the band on the radio all the time which is great for them I was surprised that we aren't going like they aren't going butt rock on this thing can they're not yeah. this is like I mean they're they're putting they're putting together like music that I think is more underground and less accessible mainstream wise, which is really cool that, that I'm sure part of it is just like they had to live through the pandemic too. And they're angry mm -hmm. and you can hear that anger in these, in these singles. Yeah. And I would have to say like rainy day is obviously a very radio friendly single as well as have to be scared, but assault and batteries is pretty heavy. I would say it's on par heaviness wise with, uh, thank God it's Friday and tracks like that, um, mm. from, uh, whatchamacallit oh, yeah. Silver Scream 1 but like that Funeral Derangements is probably the heaviest of these songs except for maybe Mary Xmas that we've heard out of the whole quote unquote Silver Scream era mm -hmm. and I think that we're looking at a track that's going to be even heavier on this record featuring Corpse Grinder like <laughs> how could it not be yeah I mean <laughs> I just think that this record is going to be massive not only for the band but for our scene and I think it's going to be divisive too, because I think you've got a lot of people who are really, really behind this band and absolutely love everything that's going on. And I think you've got a group of people that kind of almost want to see Ice Nine Kills fail because of the gimmick aspect and things like that too. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out, how the record is taken in. I know I, for one, am most likely going to love it unless these four singles are nothing like anything else on the record. But just knowing Ice Nine Kills, knowing the back catalog and how consistently good they've been for so long, I think that this record obviously deserves the number one spot this week and is probably going to be an album of the year contender for me. Uh, very well. It very well could be. Um, I don't think there's any chance that this fails. Um, I don't think there's any chance this band doesn't continue to explode mm -hmm. um, and their fan base continues to explode. That's that's the trajectory they're on and there's no stopping it. And I do think that most people that maybe you say, uh, you know, want the band to fail or whatever, I don't really see that. 
I, I, I see like yeah, a I lot either. of positivity and, um, you know, I think the people that don't get it or don't want to get it, they just ignore it, you know, just the same way that like there aren't ever, not everybody likes horror movies, right? Not everyone's yep. going to like ice nine kills and that's fine. But the people that do like it and that's a lot of people, they really, really like it. And, yeah. uh, the band I- does everything they can to, like if, if if I wish I I wish Ice Nine Kills was my favorite band because I would be mm-hmm. so fucking stoked on everything that they do. It's oh yeah, it's really really. It, it, I just I don't know how they have time in the day to do all this stuff because it must be so much work. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, I really like Ice Nine Kills as like an entity as well for the scene. I think that they're good for the scene, not only because they're filling a very niche market, but because. I think that they inspire a lot of other bands to kind of go after these weird subgenres or whatever they want to do. Like, right. I've almost seen like more themed bands recently starting to crop up. Uh, bands doing some kind of weird stuff that I really like to see. Like, oh, we're going to incorporate Japanese elements into our music now, or oh, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be like a traditional metalcore band but we're gonna make it feel super spacey like there's all this super cool stuff that's popping up and i almost feel like ice nine kills with silver scream one has had an effect and showing people like sure. hey you can still be super successful while being creative and doing something that you enjoy mm-hmm. no no i agree and um that leads me to uh my favorite themed band uh puig destroyer which oh, yeah. was uh a baseball themed grindcore band, which I believe had, mm. I think someone from thrice was in it. I'm not sure, but, uh, yes. Um, yeah, that was, that was a fun one for a minute. I mean, you know what my favorite themed band is? Uh, Alestorm? That's close. Number two. It's gotta be Necrogoblicon. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love Necrogoblicon. They're so oh, funny. I love them so much. So funny. So good. All right. Well, Hey, uh, that's our top 11 and mm-hmm. uh, some good some good stuff in there. Let's do a quick recap starting at number, well, I guess we'll start at number 11. Number 11. So number 11, we've got the new album Music of the Spheres by Coldplay. Music of the Spheres? Yep. Fuck kind of garbage title is that? All right. <laughs> number 10. We've got Splendiferous by Santana. <laughs> this is going to be a funny one. Oh, uh, yeah. Number nine. The Atlas Underground Fire by Tom Morello. Yes. Uh, Highway to Hell cover. Check it out. Number eight. Thrive by Cassidy Pope. Yes. Number seven. Life in a Simulation by Small Pools. I can definitely believe about the life in a simulation. That that is oh, yeah. There's some truth to that. Uh, number six. Number six, we got Sticky by Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Number five. Number five, we've got Vengeance by 12 Foot Ninja. Number four. Number four, we got Ever Blossom by This Wildlife. Yes, love it. Number three. Number three, we've got the surprise EP, A Tear in the Fabric of Life by Knocked Loose. What, what yes. a perfect EP name to go along with the concept, too. Like, damn. Yeah, I, I realize right? that. You, That's great. Once you're, I know, now that you explain, you explain the concept to me and, and that, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, that is, yeah, that is something. Um, and uh, two more. Number two. Number two, we've got the new album Mashteden und Vatten by Viljata. And the number one album of the week is The Silver Scream 2, Welcome to Horrorwood by Ice Nine Kills. There it is. There's our top 11. 
Okay, let's get into some honorable mentions. I'm sure you have a bunch. I've got 16. Um, oh, not too many. Okay, cool. So first off, I want to talk about some cool albums that I think are a little bit more niche slash I forgot to do a write-up for and forgot that they were coming out until five minutes before we started recording this. Mm, no problem. Um, the first one is Salt Creek. They're a cool new band, kind of post-hardcore metalcore. They're putting out a new record. It's their debut record. Uh, make sure you go check that out. They're pretty cool. I know it's kind of a stacked week, but if you're looking for something new, there you go. There you go. New uh, rookie card opportunity. Baby exactly. Record. Check it out. Uh, second, I'm, I kind of A, forgot about this, and B, uh, thinking back, the singles weren't honestly that doing that much for me, but there's a new record from Dead, D-E-D, uh, previous members of Greeley Estates, so make sure you check that out if you're into the band. Okay, yeah, Dead, D-E-D. Uh, and then we go into some singles. Um, let's just start it off strong. Our good friends Varsity are putting out the second single from their debut record coming out. Uh, this one featuring the vocalists of Notions. Uh, I really like that band as well. They've got some hip-hop metalcore elements as well, so I think that it's going to be a great fit, and it's going to be another good song. Yeah, Varsity, uh, again, with no vowels. I feel like we talk about this band all the time. Yeah, uh, they keep releasing stuff. Yeah, it's good, and we keep and we keep listening to it. So, if Varsity, if you're listening, uh, thank you. And, oh, uh, they listen. Everyone, we talk. <laughs> okay, and everyone check it out. Varsity, no vowels. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Whitechapel, the third off of their upcoming record, dropping yes. here next week. Um, I'm really excited for this record. Whitechapel doesn't miss. Did you see that no, tour I... that just got announced, by the way? No, I didn't. All right, check this out. Cannibal Corpse, Whitechapel, Revocation, Shadow of Intent. Oh, wow. Cool. Stupid heavy. Cool. I like that Cannibal Corpse is doing some stuff with like newer bands. bands. Like, yeah, it's like, great. like the fact that, that he's featuring, I already talked about Corpse Grinder once in this episode, you know, mm-hmm. doing with Ice Nine Kills. Um, and what was the other, did he did another song with someone else too, I think. I'm, yeah, I'm he did. My I don't mind. remember what it was. Um, but, but now, you know, touring with Whitechapel, that's super cool. And I like that they're branching mm-hmm. out because I mean, the latest Cannibal record is one of their best albums. Oh yeah. Agreed. So, like, um, getting shadow of intent on there too. That show is just going to be brutal yeah. all the way through. It's going to be awesome. And, um, and yeah, and I, I think that the, all the new Whitechapel material has been some of their best as well. And I think mm-hmm. we are, we're going to have something really special with the, the record coming out, uh, very soon, right? Yep. October. Uh, yeah. Next week. Yeah. Oh wow. Next week. Yep. Uh, the record Ken is, is out now is coming out. So check it out. Not out now coming out. Yeah. Uh, another band that's releasing their last single before their record next week, a cool post hardcore band called Siamese. I really, really like these guys. They're super catchy. Um, kind of doing that vibe post hardcore stuff that's going on. Very similar to bands like picturesque. Um, Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of bands. We talk about happy hour varsity. It's cool. That's cool. I like Siamese cats. So, Maybe I'll like the band. Yeah. I'll check them out. Uh, next up, I think you're going to really enjoy this. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting the first single from her album dropping on eleven nineteen. Adele's putting out new music. Mm. Cool. I did not hear about this. Oh, it just dropped Obviously, maybe a little bit ago. Wow. So just the news. Mm-hmm. And the single's coming. Um, yeah, very exciting. I mean, obviously she's one of the most talented singers to like ever grace this planet. Uh, yep. so yeah, we're going to listen to that. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome news. Uh, always excited to see what she does. Oh yeah. Um, where do I want to go? 
Speaking of amazing singers, let's just get into this. Uh, there's a new track from Left to Suffer, uh, upcoming deathcore band. Uh, I really enjoy these guys. The awesome thing is that there's two features on this record. We've talked about both of these featuring vocalists recently. The first one is Ricky Hoover uh, of mm-hmm. Ulf Sulfur. We had his e- debut EP with that band uh, a couple weeks ago. Barely good yep. stuff. Uh, the second is Mr. Will Ramos of Lorna Shore. So yep. th- this thing's going to be just brutal all around. I'm excited for it. Cool. No, it's, it's yeah, and, you know, a band, a newer band coming out with those kind of names on the record. That's pretty cool too. Oh yeah. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Kane Hill. This is going. It's weird how that they've done this, and Kane Hill's just always kind of done weird stuff. They put out one single from their upcoming record, and then they put out a like B-side single that they're like, "This isn't on the album, but we want to put it out as a single anyways." This is the second single from the record, so don't get okay. confused. But I'm excited for this. I like Kane Hill. I think that they found their groove again after a couple of releases that really missed for me. So I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, cool. Love it. Uh, next up, a band that hasn't been doing a lot of stuff lately, but we're finally getting some new music from Impending Doom. Mm. I'm stoked for this. This band's been MIA for too long. That's really funny that you mentioned them because they popped up today on like my suggested follow list. Really? On social media. Yeah, and I... And I it's exactly the thought that went through my head was like, huh, haven't thought or heard, heard anything from impending doom in like a long time. And here it is. I wonder if that some algorithm thing, you know, that's why that came up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they, cause they've been gone for quite a while. I wouldn't be surprised if they literally made new social media accounts and stuff like that. And that's why oh, yeah. it's like in your suggested, cause all of a sudden a bunch of people are following it or something like that too. Definitely. No, that's definitely interesting. Uh, just to kind of keep with the heavy, we've got two new singers, uh, eh, singers, singles from Angel Maker. This is quote unquote their second EP. I think that they're doing the Acacia Strain thing where they're releasing an album two two song or two song EPs at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay with it. It's pretty cool. I like Angel Maker a lot. They're super talented guys. So uh, always here for new music from them. Canadian, independent solid dudes i love it uh next up um after losing their vocalist uh i forget what his name is off the top of my head but really cool dude off he started the band 1056 uh betraying the martyrs have a new song i don't know who the vocalist is okay but i'm really excited for it this band is super talented uh they've released some really sick metalcore over the years on sumerian and i'm really excited to see where they go uh, a vocally and B musically. I hope they stay heavy. I assume they will. Yeah. They also have great. the best cover of a Disney song ever. Oh, what do they do? They did let it go. Deathcore. <laughs> oh no. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Everyone check that out. That's betraying the martyr, right? Yep. You said the name kind of quick. I just want to make sure I grabbed it. Oh yeah. You're all good. Uh, next up, we've got two singles from youth fountain. I'm here for Uh, it. These guys got an album mm -hmm. coming up pretty soon. Uh, Both the other singles so far have been good, so I have high expectations for these. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we're getting a new single from Chase Atlantic. These guys love to pump out music as quick as possible. So I'm really excited for it because I think that they're super talented. Yeah, you love love this this group, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, Next up, Tomorrow. Uh, Well, 
not for you guys tomorrow on the podcast side. For me and Shane tomorrow, Thursday. It'll be yesterday. Yesterday. It's yesterday. Uh, August mm-hmm. Burns Red put out a new song. But we haven't heard it because yeah. it's tomorrow. So, um, <laughs> Not confusing at all. Uh, that's always that's always exciting too. And yeah, the uh, the last... You know, some of the stuff that Archbridge Red's done over the last little while, they've, you know, they've pushed the envelope a little bit. But not that much. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Well, not mm-hmm. that much, but, you know, they did incorporate some singing and some clean singing and some other stuff. So we'll see what happens. I really hope we get more of the clean singing. Because, like, that song Icarus off the Guardian Sessions EP with the clean vocals from their guitarist, like, that's my favorite August Burns Red song. Like, instantly when I heard that, I'm like, it, this brought such a dynamic that was missing to the band for me. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, good good friends of mine. They got, they've been hit with the COVID bug on tour a little <laughs> bit. Unfortunately, they had to cancel like a week of shows, but um, they are rescheduling them. So if anybody out there uh, missed ABR or wants to see ABR, check your local listings to see if they're coming coming back through again because they, uh, they're putting on a great show. For sure. Uh, this last honorable mention, I don't know if it's for sure happening this week. I really, really hope it is because I need it. Not only as a person, but emotionally, the whole deal. Uh, with their last single, they were doing <laughs> this as well, where they're kind of uh, sharing scenes from the music video with lyric quotes underneath them on their socials. Uh, we're looking at a second single from Being as an Ocean. Yes. This band is top tier. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's probably one of my top 10 bands of all time. They're just incredible. I love them so much. I'm literally wearing a being as an ocean shirt right now. So, Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I love, love this band, love these dudes. And I think that they are so uh, consistent in their art form. Do you know what I mean by that? Like Mm -hmm. you don't, they don't always put out that they don't always put out the same kind of shit, but, you know you're going to get something that's super well thought out. Exactly. Um, and and yeah, I always recognize. I'm stoked for too. this. Yeah, they they do find a way to do it. Um, both with with the way that Joel, you know, barks and Michael sings, and and mm-hmm. you know the way they put the instrumentation together. Just the vibe. Uh, their guitar player Tyler is yeah, he's awesome. So yeah, it's, they're a great band, and I, I'm yeah, man, I'm I'm always excited for new stuff from them. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Big week, big week, man. Oh yeah, dude. That's a lot of stuff. I hope you guys, when you listen to this, you have a pen to write shit down. You better get a pen. And I'm just forewarning for next week, get some popcorn before you put Mm -hmm. on the show. Um, I'm, I'm trying to trim it down, but I'm looking at 20 albums right now. (laughs) And I know, I know Shane's going to say, Hey, let's go a little less. We'll see we, how much yeah, I we, can do. We just we can't do twenty. We just can't do twenty. Eleven is too many. This is why you put Coldplay as an honorable mention and not in the top eleven. But I love Coldplay. Okay, well that's your. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> it probably is. Really, I have really, really laid the hammer down on Chris Martin and Co. <laughs> you have. I was relentless in this episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> There is all kinds of music to listen to. You got everything from Ice Nine Kills and their heavily concept, heavily conceptual album, acoustic jams from This Wildlife and Cassidy Pope, old school, and Cassidy Pope. You got you got well, she's got some distorted guitars in there too. You got old school punk in the form of Frank Carter, and of course 
the man, Mr. Carlos Santana, just keeping it real weird for y'all. So lots to listen to. I'm excited, Mike. Thank you for the list. Thank you for having me on, Shane. Of course.